what up, what up? Thanks for tuning in to Hot Take Season, where these hot takes are rated E for everybody. I'm your host, Mia Me. Hit me on my socials with your takes or anything you want my take on. Remember, that's Twitter, at Hot Take Season. Instagram, it's underscore Hot Take Season. And, of course, YouTube, Hot Take Season. All right, jumping right in, I had to go ahead and do a For the Love of the Cowboys segment. Y'all know I'm a big Cowboys fan. It was bound to happen, uh, but this one is pretty much focusing on Dak's contract situation. So, as of Monday, Dak did in fact sign the franchise tag, which is a one-year deal for $31.4 million. The team still has until July 15th to, of course, sign him to a long-term deal. Now, while I'm like, okay, cool, he signed, you know, you can start camp now. Them forcing the the franchise tag right now after he pretty much said he wasn't cool with that, that kind of has me iffy on the future. I was getting news that something long-term would probably come days before the deadline, if not hours before the July 15th deadline, which was kind of realistic, you know. But right now, I can't say that I'm too confident that something long-term is going to get done soon. I will say, you know... This might bite Dallas in the butt because if he plays up from where he's been, he's going to ask for top dollar, you know, and you can't blame him at that point for that. You pretty much have to give him what he wants. If they don't reach an agreement before July 15th, then they can't do a deal until after the season. They would still hold the option to franchise him again, however, um, next season, but then that price is $37 million. I don't really think that's a game Dallas wants to play with that right now uh if you believe he's your guy then you know treat him as such it's just like you know it's it's like you told him to bet on himself again and he's been proving himself since his rookie year don't believe me check his stats stats are good for something you know what i'm saying now stats don't always tell the whole story but i mean in this case you can literally do the eye test you can go and watch Dak over the years and see how he's improved now, after that, if you go and do that and you still disagree, then you probably a hater or you probably just don't like that. And that's totally fine. You know what I'm saying? But you can't lie and say that he hasn't improved because he has. I remember the talk of, you know, when he first got to Dallas, uh, oh, he can't throw deep. He's dink and dunk deck, et cetera, et cetera. And what did that do? Okay. You want to bet? That bet on himself. He went out there and did what he had to do. Now, I know some smart Alec is listening right now and going, well, he can't win a Super Bowl. Like, you can hush now. You know what I mean? That's, that, that's a team accolade. We ain't even finna go there. Dax highs this past season logged him at just short of 5,000 total passing yards. Passing TDs was 30. An average uh, yards per attempt was 8.2, and then a 3.7 sack percentage. Now, if you watch football, you know, just like I know, the quarterback market is going up. It is what it is. Like, they're already projecting um, Patrick Mahomes to get over 200 and some million. Likely to happen. He de- he deserves his money, just like Dak deserves his money. And I'm not saying Dak deserves that much. I'm just saying pay him what he's due. Listen, Dak has proved himself, and I highly doubt and would hate to see him come up short now. 
So if he you still telling him to bet on himself, I'm pretty sure he's gonna bet on himself again with his franchise tag. And he's gonna prove that he's worth every dollar. And if Dallas can't see that after that, I don't know what to tell him. Now, with that being said, if anything, the franchise tag just might benefit that in the long run, especially when you look at the weapons he has now. Whoo! It looks marvelous on paper, y'all. Like, I get all giddy inside thinking about it. It looks so good, and I really hope we get to have a season this year because I can't wait to see C.D. Lamb. Like, I, I just know this offense has no excuses now. You got Zeke, who's paid for. You know, you paid Amari Cooper. You still got Michael Gallup for now. And then you got C.D. Lamb. And your line is repairable. It's not just a diminished line. Like, you can... It's fixable right now. It ain't like you got to go and fix the whole offensive line. So, if they get to the red zone, I'm going to say this again. I've said it before. If they get to the red zone and it start looking shaky, I'm going to lose my mind, y'all. I'm going to lose it because there's no excuse right now. Give Dak what he needs. And right now, he needs a long-term deal. If he wants four years, give him that four years. Make it work. Of course, then you got to manage the other 28 players who are due for extensions in 2021 now many of whom are expendable and i love how dallas was able to get some good talent this year for the low because lord knows trying to work with the cap space and you got talent that's that's a struggle uh but they got to be able to stay together keep their their key players together and allow them to continue to play together that's the only way you're gonna get somewhere amongst those other 28 players on that 2021 free agent list is tyron crawford and sean lee both of whom I look to get shown the door. If Tyrone is able to stay healthy somehow this year and plays well, he might get a small contract, but it's not going to be nothing big again. He ain't getting that again just because of how he went with the injuries before. I mean, fans were calling for his contract to be restructured since, since like two days after he signed that contract. Um, and Sean Lee, I'm glad he lasted throughout the season, uh, but at the same time, he didn't start in the beginning, and then he came in when uh, Leighton Vander Esch was hurt. So that kind of helped him last as long as he did. But I'm surprised Sean Lee is not in a coaching uniform right now. So, And I look for him to be or either just go straight home after next season. Um, then you got Jordan Lewis and Chidobe Awuzier, and as of last year, they probably should have switched contracts, and if you know me, you know it pains me to say that because I am a big Cheeto fan, but last season wasn't it, and on top of that, Jordan proved that he can play more than one position, so I'm really hoping he bounces back from that, Cheeto that is, I'm hoping Cheeto bounces back from that. I think Xavier Woods has earned an extension. A stud for the defense um, who is also in that mix would be Antoine Woods. And I can recall Woods getting so much slack from Cowboys fans last season and really the season before. But if you paid any attention to the line of scrimmage, to the trenches, as you should when you're watching football, so and, and that's to the people that ain't in there yet, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't just paying attention like that, start watching that line of scrimmage. Where, that's where the play is, is made or broken at, right there. Uh, but if you paid attention to that, 
then you saw the impact that Antoine Woods brought on the field. And for me, I'm not always looking like, oh, he didn't get a sack. You know what I'm saying? Or, no, he didn't do this. It's For me, it's, did he do something to help somebody else get the sack? Did he do something to help break up the play? And Woods brings that value. So there's an argument to be placed around everywhere along that defense and even along that coaching staff if you want to go that way with it. But I still think you hold on to Antoine Woods until it just don't work anymore. On the offensive side, you have Joe Looney, who will probably secure another small bag. I think Dallas will end up finding another good center in the draft. I just don't see Redman holding it down at the backup spot for long. I I just don't see it. Um, Hopefully he does, though. Maybe something to spark. I don't know. Now, at the wide receiver spot, oh boy. It gets interesting, man, at the bottom. Because, you know, you're starting CeeDee Lamb. You're starting Amari Cooper. You're starting Michael Gallup. Again, who is up for a new deal in 2022. But at the bottom, it gets scrappy because you got Devin Smith, Noah Brown, Vintel Bryant, Cedric Wilson. Now, Devin Smith, I feel like he may have that Miles Austin syndrome. I'm a knock on wood saying that. Um, Just from the hamstring and the injuries period point, I would love for them to keep Devin Smith um, because of the other three wide receivers that I just named right there. That's who I trust the most when healthy. So if he got health on his side, I think Devin Smith will be okay. Um, that's somebody else they can keep for the low and just rock out with it. Uh, he, he's a good replacement for anybody, any of those starters that may have to sit out a play or two or sit out some games behind the injury. That doesn't happen, but hey. None of these players I just spoke of are going to make close to Dak's money. MG13 deserves his his propers. The boy has balled out since being here. And there's been argument on that end. Like, I don't see how y'all haven't seen what Michael Gallup brings to the table. In 2019, he had 66 receptions for over 1,100 yards, six touchdowns. I mean, you pair that with what we know we can get out of a healthy Amari Cooper and... Jesus Christ, what C.D. Lamb was able to do at OU, I get that this is a whole different level of ball right now, but who you going to guard? You got Amari Cooper, a threat. You got Michael Gallup, a threat. You got C.D. Lamb, a threat. And then you got Zeke running the ball. We know that's a threat. And then Tony Pollard won some of that action too. So who you going to guard? Hmm. I would love to see it. Now, Please don't misunderstand me and go talking about me and said the Cowboys winning the Super Bowl. I'm not that fan to do that, okay? I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not even finna give out no record predictions right now. It's way too soon for that. I'm just saying, you got weapons, keep your competent quarterback, do right by him, and do right by your good players, and do your best to keep everybody that needs to stay together to keep them together. So that you can have some type of offensive success right now. So they're going to have to find out some kind of way to keep Michael Gallup. I know a lot of people are like, nah, he's going to be gone because he's going to want his money. I understand he's going to want his money, but they got to make something shake. So we'll see how they handle that situation. Contracts add up to your cap space. 
I mean, I think right now we're looking at maybe 33 left in cap this year, something like that. So that brings me to this Jamal Adams thing. Personally, I would love for Jamal Adams to be rocking the Dallas Star. You know what I'm saying? Especially opposed to him being in Philadelphia, who's also in on trying to scoop him up. I'm not optimistic about him coming to Dallas right now, though. I, I want it to happen, but I don't see it happening because I feel like the Jets are finna ask for too much. And Dallas has every right to hang the phone up in their face if they do. Um, and that's even with him saying he's willing to pay, you know, play out his rookie contract. If he's willing to do that, I'm like, heck yeah, Jerry, do what you gotta do. But don't be stupid. You know what I'm saying? We can't be giving up Lael Collins for him. Plus picks. No, I'm not with that. Adams being willing to play out his rookie contract just tells me that he's just ready to get the heck up out of the Jets organization, okay? And it ain't no returning from that. I just don't want him in Philly. Um, But at the same time, I don't want Dallas doing too much to bring him here. But that tells me he's willing to compromise. Like, he, he, he willing to work for his money and show what he can bring to the table before getting paid a, a lengthy extension. That would also help with trying to secure that because now you can spread your money out and be a little financial liter- financially literate a little bit um, if you don't have to pay Adams right away. You can take some money, pay Dak, and then restructure some things so that you can pay Jamal Adams in two years. But honestly, y'all, I feel like somebody else is going to give the Jets what they're looking for. Um, And you can't be mad at that. (laughs) They trying to win something, too, and trying to conduct business, too. But it feels like they're giving us kind of the Earl Thomas type of treatment where they're driving the bargain price up. And somebody else is going to swoop in and get him. But I understand it. I wouldn't be mad at it. Be a little aggravated with it, but I won't be mad about it. Um, I think that safety position, it needs a little, it still needs a little tweaking, but it's going to be okay for right now. Now, I know a few of y'all have, uh, still been trying to get me to say what I would give up for Jamal Adams if I was in that GM position. And honestly, it's kind of pointless for me to even say it because I don't think it's going to happen. Like, I just know they want entirely too much. Um... At least when it comes to Dallas, they want too much. Now, the Chiefs or the uh, 49ers, even the Ravens, they might be able to work out some, but I don't see it happening here in Dallas. Um, I know before I was like, I wouldn't give up nothing because the price tag, the price tag is going to be too high. I know the Jets are going to want a first rounder plus some, and then Dallas would have to turn around and pay him. I was saying I would pass on that, um, but... Now that he was like, you know, he'll play out the second, those two years on that contract. <laughs> that first and third round, y'all, or even the first and the fourth, it ain't looking too bad to you girl right now. <laughs> like, the more I think on it, the more I'm like, mm, would I pull that trigger? I might pull that trigger. I don't know. They're not getting Lael Collins if it was me, though. So, yeah, as for now, I'm not holding my breath. Uh, I'll get Jamal Adams. I, I honestly don't feel it in my gut that it's going to happen. And I would love to be wrong about that. Uh, the Cowboys have toyed with my emotions enough, though. So I know better than to hold my breath because I've been done turned purple over here.
and we don't need that. <laughs> uh, however, I'm fearful, though, you know, that we're not even going to have a football season due to COVID-19. The Cowboys were scheduled to play the Steelers in the Hall of Fame game August 6th, I believe, and that's been postponed. They've even uh, canceled or postponed the actual ensh- enshrinement ceremony. Um, so dang, you know, I was looking forward to seeing Jimmy Johnson go in, but I guess we ain't gonna see that right now. Uh, Roger Goodell, however, for some reason, is still saying he plans for training camp to start on time and for teams to be prepared to play at their respective stadiums. Many of y'all know that Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott was diagnosed with COVID-19, as well as one or more players now I don't know how and why Zeke's name was the only one that was leaked out. That ain't fair. It ain't right. Uh, but, yeah. So, ain't no telling how many others. I think they said it was like one or two more others that had it, but they haven't disclosed who it was. And even Zeke was, you know, he's shaking it off. But he's saying he hasn't been able to work out yet. Um, and he was even unsure about how safe it would be to start a season right now. So if you have players who are like, mm, I got it and I don't think we need to be doing this, you, that's that's reason to press pause. Day by day, we are hearing more and more NBA players being diagnosed. I know Jabari Parker and Jokic was. Avery Bradley decided he wasn't even going to play uh, the rest of the NBA season because he didn't want to con- uh, contract it, which you can't blame him for that. That would be the same way, honestly. So after all of that, and then the Hall of Fame game gets postponed, I just think I see this thing having a domino effect and shutting down the entire NFL season. I can already see players and owners are about to have to, you know, vote on some new proposals. So many contract clauses and insurance conversations are about to take place you'll have players not being able to play what was technically their final year on their contract um now you got to go back to the table about that and as much as i'm fiending for football right now i honestly feel like it's best for them to just go ahead and cancel the season because limiting the number of fans who can attend won't work and at the heart of that making it so fans can't come that still won't work because I don't know if y'all saw that that football mask was a new football uniform and it had a face mask on the helmet. That ain't going to work either. Like, you're going to have players on the sidelines, you know, on oxygen tanks because it's going to be hard to breathe with them out there playing and then they got to play with all that gear on and they got to play with a face mask. Not logical to me. It's just not. Um... So you're limiting their oxygen that way. And then you still have them potentially passing it along to each other. So you can't start valuing the dollar over people's lives. Yes, your over a billion dollar company will be losing money. But the rest of the world, the rest of the country over here, we're losing money. A lot of us can't even go to work right now. So it is what it is. Then for the second, quote-unquote, spring training, players will have to undergo a corona saliva test and an antibodies blood test. And I cringed when I, uh, I read that because I recently had to get tested for corona in my nose. 
And while it wasn't bad, I would have rather given us a live a sample. And I'm sure y'all can agree with that too. Like, why I gotta go through this mental torment in preparation for this nose swab? And then I get there, and thank God it wasn't bad. But now I done, you know, got anxiety going into it. And this whole time, I could have just had my mouth swabbed. That's where we at with it? Okay. And then, they talking about the players having to undergo testing um, every day or every other day. I guess it takes money to make money. But um, just a few months ago, there wasn't enough tests for everybody in the country. And now we have enough tests to test athletes every day. Okay. I'm going to leave that where that one's at. Um, Y'all see where I was headed with that, though, but all right. Uh, As far as the NBA goes, at Uber the Diplomat on Twitter hit me up and said he thinks they should cancel the season because it's too risky. He adds, what if a player on a playoff team gets the virus? Does the team forfeit their playoff series up to and including the NBA Finals? That's a very valid question, Uba, because we're already seeing teams have to add additional players as substitutes for players who won't or can't play. That can throw off a team's chemistry alone right there at a pivotal point in the season. So it's like if you can't be at your full strength, why do it in the first place? And in fact, the Mavs just added Trey Burke to the roster because Willie Cauley-Steen has opted not to play. I'm interested to see, though, how this plays out for college athletes looking to go pro. Because, like, what do you do with players, like, eligibility-wise? You know, do you have something to compensate? Because if they can't go and play out their last season, now you got NFL scouts trying to go off of a season before. Stuff changes. Players improve. Players decline. You know what I mean? Um, So I don't know how that's going to hinder draft chances right there because everybody's going to pretty much have a, a full off season. Um, Morehouse actually is counseling their football program for right now. And I'm pretty sure other schools are going to get on that same wave, but it's going to take a big name school to pop it off for real, for real. Take somebody like um, LSU, Texas, Bama, um, um, Clemson, schools, a school like that that's really bringing in viewers and money. Yeah, if if one of them shut down, then you're going to see everybody else start shutting down too. Just like with the NBA. When the NBA shut it down, the whole dang country went on shutdown after that. But yeah, I'm hoping we get the sports world back soon. Um, But most importantly, I want everybody to... To be safe, Lord knows I'm trying to stay out the way. I'm not trying to be around no athletes right now um, or anybody right now because I, of all people, don't need to be catching corona. Um, But I want a deck deal done. I'm ready to see what that wide receiver core is going to be like. In my head and on paper, it looks like it's going to be five. And uh, really to see how that defense is going to be changed because that's going to tell a lot about the coaching staff before um, which everybody has pretty much formed their opinions there anyway. Um, but yeah, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hot Take Season. Don't forget to hit me up on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, all of that good stuff with your hot takes or anything you want my take on. 
I'll catch y'all next time here at Hot Take Season. Y'all be blessed.